Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today we have Tally Kogan on, and she is a personal stylist who is beaming with personality and passion. It's hard to believe that 15 plus years ago, she was an accountant married to a horrible man wearing baggy clothes. She found clothes were a way for her to embody her true essence and has never looked back. I'm so excited to talk to you today and just hear more about you. So welcome. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me on your amazing podcast. Yeah, no, I was telling you before we started that I've never read a bio that like hit me between the eyes like yours did because I feel like I follow you on Instagram and I know a lot of people that get styled by you and they have a vibrancy and your energy like comes through the Instagram app on my phone. Just I just feel your energy is so light and positive and vibrant to read your bio I was like wait my mind struggled to compute yeah she wasn't always like that (laughs) right and I think that that's what's a really cool thing to remember like I see someone and you think like wow they just have had this like really like nice journey to today but what I find is that most people that I admire didn't get where they are because it was easy so I would love if you feel open to it to share a little bit about your life before you were in this like this feels like I'm in your studio it feels like a fairy tale so bring us up to speed thank you so much Lindsay I love sharing my story because I feel like if I did it everybody can do it um so where do we start I immigrated twice um and I I came to U.S. uh because I was actually I came to U.S. because of my first husband, uh, who ended up being a very, very abusive man. Uh, and it was one of the worst things that happened to me. And I had like two choices, whether I'm staying in it, uh, like our culture basically taught me, you know, like you get what you get and you don't get upset because uh, the truth is I don't really know. I haven't really seen a lot of really um, healthy and happy marriages around me. I feel like um, people just get like settled and uh, get used to the idea. And I, one one part of me like, one part of me was saying, okay, well at least I'm married because that's what I knew. That's what I, that's what my parents taught me at least. But the other side of me, I'm like, wait, but there's like this whole life out there, and there's so much in me, and I end up. Um, basically running away from this marriage. I, stu- I stole $2,000 uh, from my ex and uh, I started everything from scratch. Uh, the one thing that I did he, while I was married, I started learning English, so I had some English and I went. I completed my degree um, here in, in Chicago as an accountant and I got an excellent job, like pretty much right away as an accountant. I work, was working on Michigan Avenue on top of the coach store. I really loved that story. I was always so inspired by fashion. I loved fashion. I remember every time I was going to, to work, I was looking at all the clothing store and I was like drooling, but I could, didn't even, didn't even have the confidence to walk into any of the stores because I obviously like my confidence wasn't there and I wasn't dressed like that all the time. Uh, when I was uh, in this unhappy stage of my life, I was wearing very baggy clothes, dark clothes, and I was really like hiding myself. But then when I started like getting out of this and I started like dressing more like a queen, what I say, 
I started noticing that lots of doors are starting opening up for me. And this is where I started really like flirting with the idea of like fashion. And um, one of my best friends, she's actually a fashion designer, she was at the time a fashion designer in Israel. And I wanted to help her to get, um, to sell her clothes in the US. That's how the idea of me starting the company Tel Aviv Couture was born. And this is how I got into the fashion industry. I, I quit my accounting career. And my current husband, the love of my life, who at that time was my boyfriend, he encouraged me to do to, to do so. And um, yeah, that's how I started my career in fashion. And the journey since then was very long. I went from selling Israeli clothing to blogging, and now I am a stylist, and I even more. I call myself a women coach, and I just um, I empower women through fashion. That's my passion. Yeah. Wow. No, that's amazing. And like, I was thinking about like my, you know, like life with fashion and I'm like, I kind of live like I wanted to be like a uniform and I don't really have fun. I don't really let myself have fun with it. And I, I just was thinking about your career and your life. And it's like, you didn't even think that you allow yourself to believe this was a possibility when you were an accountant. No, because absolutely. it was like, it got you stability and like, you needed that. Yes, exactly. I mean, in my family, like I was provided like only three options. I always talk about it or an attorney or an accountant or in a doctor. And I always been pretty good with numbers. So I'm like, okay, accounting sounds like an easy one for me. So I went studying accounting, but I was never like passionate about that. You know, I was just like going to work, doing the work, sitting in front of the computer, really so, so, so boring. With that being said, it did give me an excellent foundation, and because of that, I was able to start my own business in America. And you know, like I know how a little bit writing the numbers, although I don't do my accounting anymore, uh, but it definitely helped me, allow, gave me a lot of tools and confidence to start my business in America. Yeah, and like, what about like meeting your love of your life husband? Like, how did you meet him? Okay, so that's, I love sharing the story, because the truth is, after I ran away from that horrible, horrible yeah. marriage, I thought I will never, ever get married again i'm like why do i need to get married you know like i was raised under this like culture like you know we need to get married really young and to find a man that will save your life this is just bullshit, you know like i think like we need to raise our kids in a completely different way you can do it yourself and you, know, you don't need anyone else that will come to your life and save you as soon as i ran out like i as soon as i ran out of this marriage I became immediate, I started with $2,000 and I immediately became independent. I got an excellent job. I started making my own money. I bought my own condo within less than a year. I got a, such a big fat bonus. I didn't have a lot of like life or friends. So I was a workaholic, like my hours were like eight, but I was working 12 or 15. I was always over delivering and I got a big nice bonus and I bought my own condo and I'm like, Excuse me for the, for the language, fuck man, I'll never get married again, ever. I'm like, why do I need to get married? I was independent, I could do whatever I want, I could buy myself whatever I need. I'm like, why do I need a man? This is when I met my husband, and I was like, I met him at the bar, and, I was, and my goal was actually, I'm gonna be making some money here, and I'm gonna go back to Israel. I didn't think I'm gonna be staying in America because nothing was holding me, you know? I came here because it was my ex-marriage. I had some friends, but my entire family lives in Israel and I really missed my family. So I wanted to make my money and to come back to Israel like a queen and not like a loser. So, <laughs> so but that's when I met my husband and my husband also got out of, uh, 
of divorce and we never thought that we're gonna get serious i told him i'm like listen i'm gonna go back to israel and he's like this is this is all cool you know let's just you know have an open relationship but we're like so in love with each other and i I, I was in love with this man, and I'm like, listen, maybe if I will ever get married again, that probably will be him. And I did, and it was the best and the easiest decision of my life. Wow. But I think you'll find that man, I just wanted to point it out to you, I, because a lot of people ask me about the relationships and marriage. I think the only, the, the reason that I found the love of my life is because I was in a, such a good place, you know? Like, I was so confident in myself. I wasn't looking for anything. I was, like, focusing in myself and healing myself in my own confidence, in my own truth. And this is when, the, when, when he showed up. No, yeah, when you were saying that, I have this theory about how things come to pass and I feel like they they come to pass when you kind of let go of needing them exactly like like it's like you'll get the thing you wanted but you won't get a date before you're like I don't need it to be happy exactly and then it's like it shows up it shows up and you know I always say one of my fair quotes I say it in every podcast yeah. you can attract anything in life you want you can accomplish you can get anything you want if you dress for it <laughs> okay I loved that I saw you posted yeah. that on a story recently and yes. I meant to like somehow weave it in but I didn't even have to because you did it because it's a part of you but that's so cool and like that's something that like in my life like I was actually thinking like what is my relationship with like fashion and how, how have I dressed for different times in my life and to be honest it's not something I've been very intentional with but I had one thought about I had I've been separated from my husband before and I remember the first Christmas I went back and saw all of his family after taking like a two-year break I remember and I feel like you'll connect with this I was like I need to go to J Crew and I need to get a wool blazer and I need to wear it there and I felt like it almost felt a little bit like wearing armor or like I wore it as like a protection. To protect yourself. Yeah, and I felt like it was kind of a masculine looking blazer, but also like, you know, like it fit me right. But I, I remember that struck me that I wanted to wear something like that when it was not, I don't wear a blazer out and about regularly. And yes. I thought, oh my God. So clothes do really... I don't know. Clothes open the door and clothes send the message. And I think every time when you're putting an outfit on, you should have an intention. And I call it like a transformational process. Every morning when you go out in the closet, this is where the transformation starts every day. What is the intention? What are you trying to do? What, how do you want to feel? How are you going to embody your essence today? And I think it's very, very important to uh, put that outfit on that makes you feel like a queen. And this is another thing that I love saying. We women are all queens. We know it, but we don't show it. And I want I, my goal is to encourage all the women around the world to start like stepping out of the comfort zone and to start like truly embodying the truth and their essence. Whatever it means to put that outfit on that really truly makes you feel like a queen. If it's sequins, then it's gonna be sequins. It's if it's a wool blazer that makes you feel like cool and amazing and safe, then it can be blazer. And to, for the fact that you said that blazer is a very masculine piece, I love mixing masculine and feminine pieces in my, in my outfits. I think that's the key of creating this exciting and fun and stylish outfit when you take that masculine piece and mix it with the feminine item. So this is the, I love sharing this kind of a styling tip, but I'm all about putting, dressing, putting outfit on that truly brings you joy. What is that outfit that brings you joy? 
the only way to figure it out is just like to try and experiment. And you know, you can go to your closet, you can go to stores, try different styles, different outfits, take pictures, see what you connect the most with. What is that outfit that really speak your soul, that it's defined you, your soul and your energy. And if you need more help with that, like if you don't know where to start and you know that you wanna elevate your style, I have this free tool on my new website, talicogan.com, and it is a style quiz that you can take. And that style quiz is going to tell you what is your style persona. I have four different style personas for different queens. One of them is streetwear stylist, which is you are. Yes. And one of them is extra, which is me. And then I have the boho, st- boho queen, and I have the um, capsule queen. So once you know what's your style persona, it's going to become a little bit easier to uh, to put together those outfits and to shop. Totally. No, I I love that. And I was thinking of one other outfit that excited me, and I have to share the story of it. So it, I saw it at Anthro. I was going to like an insurance event for my husband, and I was like, oh, my God, I love that dress. It's like how I want to feel, kind of like my, my pink utility suit I have on today. It's like another it. one I envisioned. Like I picture myself in my studio wearing this before I found it. Same with this. It's a pink um, sleeveless, like um, like blazer short dress with pleats in it. Yes. And it's like double breasted and like pink silk or whatever. And I wore it to this event. And it's this is something that like you would know as a stylist. It's like I wore it and I was like, I felt so good standing up. And then I sat down and it like split right open in the front. Oh. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm at an insurance event. And I'm just like, I'm luckily not like big chested, but I had to like sit awkwardly. And then the other thing about it is when I sat down, the bottom went right open. So I was like, oh my my gosh, I am like full spread eagle here. And I, I, it's just funny. Like I had this vision for it and I was like, oh, I love it. And I tried it on. I felt great, but I didn't run through the scenario of how it would wear. Yes. Okay. So now I'm like, I think I have to wear that as a vest of some kind. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Maybe to an event that you don't need to sit down. Yeah. I just see that that's all the stuff like you know, I didn't know, think of. It's another thing that I always think about too. And also when I have style my clients, I always ask them, what's the occasion? Where are you going? Is it going to be sitting or it's going to be standing? So if it's a sitting, if it's a dinner thing that I usually try to focus on the upper part of your body, mm. right? That's a really good idea, right? Like, you know, you if you want to wear like, for example, a sequin skirt. So usually you would want to wear the skirt with like uh, something a little bit plain on the top. Like let's say black turtleneck. I wouldn't wear that outfit for dinner because then you're gonna, unless you wanna layer it with some really, really fun necklace. But when you're wearing a sequin skirt, it's like kind of becoming all about that skirt. That's the statement, that's the key piece of your item. So this kind of an outfit I would wear to like a gala or wear it to like an, a, a party or dancing party, places where you don't necessarily need to be sitting the whole time. But when you go to a dinner, I would probably want to, I would wear like a sequin blazer or like a sequin dress or something that is a little bit more loud and a little bit more of a statement that is calling forth your queen, but it's on a upper body. Or it can be even a crown, right? Like I love putting, I love, I, I, I love, I love my crowns and the crowns can come in all different kinds of forms, but it can be like a really fun headband or a really Ooh. fun hat, right? That you can wear when you're having like a really fun dinner occasion. I love that. And this kind of segues into hairstylists in general. Like I even saw something the other day on Instagram and it was like, just like hairstyles wearing like black sweatpants to work. And I feel like as hairstylists, I think a lot of us have felt like the industry, we want it to be really professional. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, we can't really 
like you, I'm just so like, I would never wear my hair, like not done or things like that. Or I mean, like your hair is so cute up. I mean, I would do it up or whatever, but I just feel like I'm always conscious of the fact that sometimes in the past people haven't taken us seriously. So I think, you know, a lot of us want to be professional and you wear athleisure and I love athleisure, but I, in my head, I've kind of separated them. Like, I think that they can't live together and I feel like I'd be happier if I could, put them together absolutely so can you speak to that a little bit because you the other day had on really cute leggings cute sneaks a blazer and a hat and I'm like I don't know why it works but it works and like how do I make it work yes very easy I'll share with you exactly that first of all we love our leggings but I'm a mom I'm always on the go so as much as I love being extra I love feeling comfortable as you can see I'm wearing right now combat boots that they're super super comfortable but at the same time we're in kind of like a sequiny really fun suit so let's go back to your question as far as like how to make at leisure looking chic and fashion forward so uh, the key element in at leisure is a blazer a blazer or a really fun shoe and it doesn't have to be anything crazy it can be like a really nice white clean polished pair of sneakers with leggings a sport bra and the key is layering with a fun blazer or coat or leather jacket that's what's going to make this outfit very look stylish and uh, and fashion forward you can also go a little bit further and add to it a baseball hat okay uh if you uh, very often after the gym when i have an appointment and i don't have time meeting and i don't have time to change i swap my sneakers into combat boots so the same leggings with combat boots sport bra and then you wear a, a jacket over it and a hat and believe me, every time when I wear it, people like stop me on the street. You look so cute. Your outfit is so cute. But all I'm wearing is Lululemon or Alo Yoga or any kind of like a targety leggings. It doesn't matter where they're from. But what makes that outfit really cool and stylish is the blazer. Blazers are magical. I cannot get enough of blazers and they look amazing with literally everything i can't imagine an outfit that you can wear a blazer with and I, in, in this case i'm wearing like a denim jacket but you can look how many blazers i have in my studio because blazer they are a literally a game changer and you can wear them with leggings you can wear them with biker shorts you can wear them over over jeans you can wear them over dresses and they gonna complete and level up your entire outfit in just like instantly well, I like the butt coverage too. Uh, right, and it's also very comfortable and effortless. I'm all about the like, effortlessly chic style. Well, I, I love your outfit today. Like, I'm, I'm not that persona of extra, but I'm like, well, I wanna, I would wear that. Yeah. So, so what, what, what I did with this outfit again? I'm playing here a little bit with with masculine and feminine. Yeah. And with dressier and casual pieces. So I'm wearing this sparkly shiny matching set mini skirt with a with a long sleeve crop top with combat boots because i love my comfort and to uh, dress it down a little bit because it's kind of like a very dressy look to dress it down i layered it with an oversized denim jacket and all of a sudden it doesn't look as dressy it looks a lot more effortless and chic and approachable totally totally and like, relatable even though you would say that you're not gonna wear it but you're like oh i do like that that outfit but i also want to see you trying that outfit because if you love it how do you know you can't wear it you need you need to try it on oh no like i think i would wear that perfect 
I would love like, to see you wearing it. I, I think actually maybe we could swap outfits. Yeah, that would be so fun. Let's do it. I love your outfit. I totally love that outfit. I love the color of it. I love every, I love how you styled it with sneakers. This is a classic street uh, street style queen. Okay, I kind of knew I was one. When, when I was looking at your story and you were talking about it at an event, I was like, I'm definitely a street style, but I definitely like feel like when you said the white sneaks, are you like, cause my, my favorite sneaks are the Nike Cortez yeah, perfect. and they just stopped making them. So I took two pairs to be remade Okay. because I don't, I'm not adventurous. Like yes. I, I'm like, I know that these work for me. Like, I can't find them on Poshmark. I can't find them anywhere. So I'm like, I've got to get these two remade at Fix Your Kicks. We'll see how it goes. I haven't gotten them back yet. But like, is there a go-to white sneak? Do you have like a favorite? Because I, I see people with the 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 goose ones, whatever. Golden the, goose. Golden they're goose. They're so pricey. Yeah. They're very expensive, but are so they expensive. worth it? Or I don't, I don't love know. That they, I don't know. I don't love that they look dirty. I want white. I like, yeah. like you said, clean, clean ass, white, fresh white sneakers. Sneaks. Yeah, I'm not huge on like spending fortune on sneakers, especially because I do. You want to keep you them clean. Keep them clean. clean and I fresh. wore my cleanest ones I had. They're not that clean anymore, but they're the. I they was still good. Okay, thank you. Uh, I. It's all about like trying and figuring out what is that style that's gonna be the most comfortable for you uh, and that you like the most like I don't I honestly have so many different brands right now one of my personal friends right now is Michaela Priori it's a store it's an Italian brand it's actually located right here at 900 shops on the third floor they have so many fun different sneakers and with different like uh, jewels and they have with hearts and right now they're made with bees and butterflies like I'm all about that um, and they also have like a really nice plain uh, pair of sneakers. I'm huge on Nike as well. They have yeah. really nice uh, um, street uh, street streetwear sneakers. I used to wear Adidas as well. <laughs> it's all, it's all honestly. It's all about. I mean, I've seen like really cute sneakers even like at Target, like Zara. It doesn't really matter what brand they are and how much you paid for them. The most important that you love them and that they feel comfortable to you. Yeah, yeah. So would you say like the outfit you described, the athleisure one, does that fall into, I kind of want to run through your different style things. Sure. So would that be, would that fall into streetwear? The Which out, outfit? The outfit that's like the blazer, the leggings, the sneaks. Is that That's street? definitely going to be the street style. Street because, style. It, I mean, the street queens, they're all about comfort. So you're usually going to find them in sneakers and flats or combat boots. And they can also be a little extra, you know. They can wear the same outfit yeah. with like a sequin blazer or something like that. But their their main focus, it's the comfort. They always, you will never, rarely will find them on heels. Yeah. No, the only heels I own are like, like almost like they're not I want to call them chunky but they're almost like platform, platform yes I don't really wear like stiletto-y yeah well majority you know majority of especially as moms we don't really and I wear it I mean I do wear it on like special events and occasions but on a daily basis I'm always on the go so I'm trying to wear or combat boots I love combat boots love combat boots or sneakers yeah so as far as like the boho style what's a girl like that wearing so the boho style she is all about dresses and prints because I don't really like wearing dresses so you're not a boho queen <laughs> yeah. but, the, but I know what you're talking about that free people kind of anthropology that's her anthropology. go-to anthropology all my boho queens as soon as I get a boho queen I think I might work with a boho queen I think I work with one boho queen 
Yes. Um, yeah, she loves wearing anthro. I think Jessica Zweig, my client, she's uh, she can wear all the queens. She can be all the queens too. But oh. I think her main, uh, she's always going to be drawn to the boho queen. And her, if she takes the style quiz, she's definitely going to be boho queen. Yeah. And so, like, and so you said you're extra. So that's like kind of takes it to the next level yes. sequence i'm always gonna have some something extra in my outfit well my glasses already makes me extra you know all my glasses they have tinted uh, lenses even they're all they, people think they're vision glasses but no they're they're people think they're sunglasses but no they're vision glasses but because i can't see without glasses uh, and i can't have contacts so i have multiple several different glasses and they're I always make my lenses a little bit tinted and that's what make me look cool and that's what make me look extra. And I'm always wearing a hat. Today I'm not wearing a hat because I knew I'm gonna see you and your my hair, hair was great. a mess. So I'm like, at least I'm gonna put it on the bun <laughs> so at least it's gonna look put together. But um, I always wear hats. Like yeah. I love my hats. That's like something that really like define me. And what kind of hats? Any kind of hats? I love them all. I really love them all. I. Um, I just, there is no hat that I don't like. I love my Barrett's, I Barrett, I love my cover, yeah. uh, baseball hats. Like, I really love my hats. I have a big collection of hats and I can't get enough of them. And I think that that's an item that really, like, if you want to l- uh, level up your outfit, like, experiment with, like, fun hats. Okay. I have a really great hat store, like, right next to me, Further Hats. She has, like, the most amazing collection of hats. So if you're not sure what hat you want to wear, just, like, go to a store and experiment with different hats. And I strongly recommend that you experiment with different styles, so new hats or different outfits. Don't just look in the mirror and make a decision, because when you look in the mirror, you immediately start thinking, seeing things about yourself that you don't like. We, we don't have the ability to look at the mirror and look at this whole, like, the, the look together. You know, we like immediately, oh, my hair is a mess. Oh, I don't like my legs. Oh, I need to lose a few pounds. But I, if you really want to know if this outfit or this hat is yours, I suggest to take pictures of yourself or to some, mm. ask your friend to take a picture of you. A natural picture, not even like posing, like movement pictures. And then don't make the decisions right away. I'm not about, I'm not, an, I'm, I, I'm against like impulsive shopping. I'm all about being strategic when you're shopping and intentional. Go sleep on that. Go to go home, take a look at these pictures and see what, what of what what is that hat that is calling forth your inner queen and go back and buy that hat and then in the in six months go and try another style of hats yeah yeah i love that and in the fourth style i think is it the capsule it's the capsule well these majority of my minimalist and it's a minimalist yes she's more like minimalist She's going to be always put together always like she can always put together she also big on blazers but majority of my capsules, they're going to be wearing those leggings with the blazer with a heel. So it's going to be a jeans and a fun t-shirt or a button-down shirt with a blazer and a heel. You know, like a little a, a fun pumps. So they, they love the heels and they do like the minimal. They're a little bit like less experimental, less like extras, um, less is more in their case. And they're always going to be put together. You're not going to find them rarely in leisure outside. Okay. Okay. And I, what style is Nadine? 
Is she extra? Nadina's extra, extra, oh, extra, extra. Okay. Nadina's, Nadina's my sister from another mystery. Because I feel like, mystery. I was going to say, I feel like a similar vibe coming yeah. from you. Yes. Style-wise? Yeah. Yes, okay. yes okay. for sure. I mean, me and Nadine, we're like sisters from another mystery. Like, every time I see her, I'm like, oh, I can totally wear it. And yeah. I had an opportunity to style her uh, for an event. So, we had some fun here at the studio. Like, I yeah. And what do you say to the person? Because I feel like when I see someone who's got really great style, I'm a little intimidated. Like I like you know like when I went out, when I knew I was going to see Nadine, I knew I was going to see Gina. I know they both get styled by you. I was a little like I'm kind of intimidated. Like I don't have anything to wear. And so, what do you say to someone who like hasn't really like experimented, but like wants to like where would you start? I would start first of all, and st- I would try to. It's it's working a little bit on mindset instead mm. of like feeling like instead of saying I'm intimidated, say I'm inspired. Ooh. Like I'm inspired and I'm proud. I'm like, oh, I'm going to meet Nadine today. I'll tell you today. So I'm gonna level up my outfit. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call in my a little bit the extra queen. So what I strongly encourage to all my queens, mm-hmm. even if you're street style queen. And let's say you're a street style queen. I encourage for all my queens to tap in into other queens. So try. You can be a street queen, street style queen, but you can be a little extra. You can be a street style queen, but you can be boho. So it's okay to try to experiment different style persona and still staying in your comfort zone. So instead of like you know, I like the extra queens. What makes us one of when I put that extra outfit on, and believe me, I did not, I was, we talked about it at the very beginning, like I wasn't always extra. Like I actually felt like intimidated and shy and not confident enough to wear the pieces that I actually wanted to wear because I didn't mm. want to feel judged and I didn't want people like to look at me that much. But what I realized that when I'm putting on those outfits that make me feel like a queen, then first of all, I start getting lots of compliments from people outside and like as soon as I get on the street people start like complimenting me and that fills me with so much light and energy right it's leveling up my my mood right away and then what I realized that when I'm wearing those extra pieces I give permission to other people to become that extra queen as well and to step out of their comfort zone and to wear those pieces that make them gonna make them feel amazing and it doesn't have to be like all sequin and disco balls. It's all about that outfit that's going to make you feel like a queen. Totally. Well, even what you were saying, it's like the, the people gave, like you're like showing up as like who you want to be. And people are saying like, we like it. We, we love like it. it. Yeah. We love it. And so then you're like, great. You're supercharged. Then you got into the world and then you're yeah, showing people be yourself. It's like like a, show up as more of yourself. And like, so I want to make sure we talk about You've started a non-for-profit and you do something, you know, like you're in fashion. It's so fun, but then you do a lot of giving back. And I haven't followed you for very long, but I even saw you were at like um, some like human trafficking. Yeah, Salt and Light Coalition. I've been volunteering yeah. there for years. Yeah, that's so cool. So can you talk a little bit about how you've incorporated that into your life and how it's what like just all of it? Because I feel like here you do something for a living that is so like you know, like over the top in a really beautiful way, but then also you haven't, you have this whole other part to your life. Yes, thank you. Thank you for bringing this up. Uh, it's like always been a little bit a part of me. Um, 
I loved giving back to the community. I started volunteering for Salt and Light Coalition years ago when they, when when Isabel just started the foundation, and uh, she invited me to one of her first, um, uh, one of her their annual gala fundraising events. And I remember hearing the story of one of the drivers there, and she was sharing. She was at the age of my daughter, at that age, like seven, when she, her father, she was forced into human trafficking by her father because the mother left and they couldn't pay the rent. And I remember I was like sobbing, like sobbing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, she was the age of my daughter. And I came, I'm like, oh my God, like there, I, there's, what can I do? You know, like there is something like immediately in me, I'm like, I, there is something I wanna do. And I came to Isabel and she's like, well, why don't you teach the girls how to dress? And this is when I started like to getting more involved in the community and giving back. And I really came there to give them and to give back to the community. But really, I can't even tell you how much I got back for myself. Like it's not, it was not my intention in any way, but I came to teach the girls, I came to empower them, but they empowered me in such a way, like I, became such a pro in my presentations and in my event just because I've done already 10, I've done already 10 master classes for, um, for Salt and Light Coalition. And every time when I go there, the girls, like I finish the presentation and the girls like, you know, I, I make them feel like a queens and I hear this response from them. And that, that enlightened me so much. Like they give me so much energy. Uh, and motivation to continue and do and do what I do and like to empower the world and I really want to make every woman in the world to make her feel confident and beautiful and uh, every time when there were like a, a crisis in the world <clears throat> me and my husband like try to give back and try to do what we can when the war in Ukraine broke like I, I lost myself I was I went to a such a dark place like I couldn't dress myself I before the war in Ukraine, I posted on Instagram my outfits pretty much every day, and I just stopped posting. I still like not fully back at it because, like, I think like the meanings and like kind of like changed a little bit. Like the priorities of change, like the content that I'm sharing for me at least, completely changed. And I went to the just like a such a dark place, and I couldn't really function until. Jason and I literally came up with the same the same idea the same day. Um, let's find the Ukrainian family that came to Chicago and see how we can help them. So we usually donate money to different organizations, but in this case, we didn't know any organization specifically that we to donate money to and to donate like to a big organization. We just didn't want to. We wanted to do something a little bit more more meaningful. So we're like, let's just find a family that came to Chicago and see what they need and help them. And that's how I posted in the show, like let's sponsor a family. If you know anybody that, family refugee that came to Chicago, please let them, let me know. And immediately we found a family of five uh, that came, ran from war for like, they had such a long journey coming here to Chicago. They came through Mexico. They came with a newborn baby and I heard a story and I realized that there is a, such a huge gap for all these Ukrainian refugees that are coming because they can't find housing. They don't have the money. And even if they have the money, landlords wouldn't be willing to rent them the properties because they don't have the papers and the landlords are afraid that they're not going to be able to pay. 
So this family, they looked at so many places and they couldn't find like they couldn't find a place. So we're like, we will help you find the right place. So we co-signed there. We, we found a place they loved and we paid for six months up front for the rent. That's the only way we're able to get the place. And we are like, okay, <clears throat> because I'm Ukrainian, people were reaching out to me and asking me, how can we help? How can we help? Oh my God. And do you know any organization? Where can we donate? So Jason like, you know what? There's so many other families that are coming here that need our help. Let's start a foundation and let's other, let's other, let other people an opportunity to help and donate the money. So that's how we started the foundation. And uh, now we have 13 families that we settled. We, yes, so within like six months. And the, our goal is to continue and helping many more families because wow. yes, as someone who emigrated twice myself and I didn't run from a war, I can't even imagine like what are these families are going through. You know, they, they had life in, in, in Ukraine. They had careers. They had pets that they had to leave oh. behind. They, have, they had to leave parents behind. And they just like had to run away and to start everything from scratch. Like it's really, really, really heartbreaking. But doing what I do, it's, it, it really, it's empowering and it feels like that's, that's the, the least that we can do, you know, like every, there's something, there's something that we can do and that's what we're doing. Yeah. And what's it called? Sweet Dome Chicago. We have a website. It's Sweet Dome Chicago. Dome, it means home. Oh, I wondered what it meant. Yes. And uh, there is a website and you can find uh, our mission statement there. And you can also see, read all the stories of most of the families that we settled on our website. And there's also, of course, an opportunity to donate. That's so cool. And so it leads me to the next thing, which is you're about to do a huge online closet sale. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So I used to do lots of Instagram uh, closet sales, especially during the pandemic when people had nothing to do. So I was like selling pieces from my closet and I would donate also to different organizations. Um, I haven't done, um, I haven't done a closet sale for almost a year because I've been busy with like styling clients and uh, that's definitely been my calling and you know after the pandemic i feel like people are a little bit more open for you know in-person experience so i've been growing that part of my business um but um i got like really first of all uh, we want to help as many as possible fa uh, families so i thought it would be a great way to raise more money by um hosting another closet sale and i also really one of my inspiration was like to provide jo jobs for the Ukrainian refugee or at least like a project refugees because I had a couple of amazing women that came to my studio looking for jobs like models, photographers. And one of them is really great with Instagram. So I'm like, I'm going to bring them all together and let's put an event together. So that's uh, I'm going to be hosting this Instagram live closet sale on um, December 22nd, it's going to start at 12. We're going to go until about 3. My entire team that's going to be working at the event, they're going to be all Ukrainian refugees. And uh, all the pieces that I'm going to be selling, they're going to be most of them. I'm going to be from my closet. Uh, very slightly worn. Uh, some of them are brand new. And they're going to be some samples uh, from the studio that weren't from like a photo shoot. And they're also in a very, very good shape. 
Uh, so start prices are going to start from like literally $25. And we're going to have lots of big selection of jackets, holiday dresses, accessories. It's going to be a great opportunity to, to get your holiday outfit or a holiday gift. That's awesome. So if people want, we'll have it in the show notes, but so people need to sign up, correct, to be able to, to shop? Yes. In order to uh, shop, you have to register. The link for registration is, is on my Instagram, Tali Kogan, and it's in my bio. And uh, you people that shop the event, if they want to get their pieces before the holidays, they're going to have to come to 900 shops. Otherwise, we're going to be able to ship it to them in January. And all the proceeds from these events are going to go to um, Sweet Dome Chicago. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. And like, I don't know, I think there's a lot of people that have aspirations of like having a non-for-profit. And I love how yours was just like you followed a passion. And it sounds like it kind of just became the next step. You were like, people wanted to help. You were like, I don't know where to tell them to go. So I'm going to create the thing that they can go to. Yes, exactly. I thought it would be just a great opportunity to bring them all together and you know, to have them like work with clothes. Like they, they, I remember they came here, they get like all so excited. And I, uh, I, I, I would, I definitely will hire my, will hire some of them for my styling appointments. But at this point I have like two, three styling appointments a year, I mean a month. And my main goal right now is transitioning more into transformational experiences. I'm going to be hosting more events in the studio. So I will be definitely hiring um, the Ukrainian refugees that are going to be working for me at the event. But for now, I wanted to do something like right, pretty much right away. And I know some of my clients are looking for a last minute outfit. So it's just like a win-win for everyone. No, totally. And so if, if people want to, the transformational events, are those for anyone? Yes. So I didn't launch it yet. I think you're the first one who is okay, hearing cool. about it. Yes. It's, uh, it's something I had that, um, that's the vision that I have. Like my goal is just to make a bigger impact. Like I love my clients and I love my styling appointments. They're amazing. And I will continue doing them forever for a long time. I don't know, <laughs> forever. Um, but I, after being interviewed on quite a few podcasts, like I realized that I can make an impact on like more women just like by sharing, not necessarily by styling, but just like sharing and teaching like how I do it, how I style myself, how I style clients. So I thought that if I'm going to be putting together those and also like by teaching at Salt and Light Coalition, you know, you'll teach like a group of women. I realized what an impact I'm making on them by not necessarily like styling one-on-one, -on -one, but more like a group event. I love the idea of bringing women together, especially right now. I mean, we, I love the idea of like sisterhood, bringing women together. When I talk about like your style, all the women that's sitting in the audience, they can learn so much because they might gonna have the same questions that they don't wanna ask or they didn't even know that they have the question, but then they, when they hear me giving you that feedback, they're like, oh my God, that applies to me as well. So I love the idea of bringing the women together, creating that sisterhood, and instead of like doing the work for them, teaching them how to do it on their own so they don't have to be dependent on the styles, on, the, on stylists, so they can go home and utilize all the tools that I teach them 
and style themselves as a pro without having a stylist. Right. That's what I was just going to say. I'm like, I got so many pro tips today. Like, I'm like, I didn't know that a hat or a, I was even thinking my outfit as you were talking and talking about crowns. I'm like, if I had a scarf on, I saw one like tied like a turban type like thing. Yes. I'm like, that would take my outfit to the next level. Absolutely. So I feel like that it's just like all this language that is like common knowledge to you is not to so many women, yeah, it's myself just, included. Yes. It's like finding that one item, you know, it doesn't have to be this whole thing. Like one item, that scarf. I love that idea of like adding a scarf. Scarves are so versatile. You can wear them as a headband. You can tie them around your bag. You can make a belt out of it. You can tie the scarf in so many different ways. You can wear it as a hat. I, and I, you can call it as your crown. I think like queens, what they do? They wear crowns, you know? So find what is your crown and put that crown on. I love my headbands. Like headbands, they're just so, so fun and they can come in different shapes and different textures and they're relatively like inexpensive. So every morning when you go through the transformational process in your closet, put that crown on and shine on. I love it. So where can people find you? I know you said it before, but your Instagram. I love my Instagram community. I am uh, most of the day, sp- most of the time spent on Instagram. My Instagram is at Tally Kogan. And I just recently launched a new website, tallycogan.com. You can find all my free tools on my website. Um, if you want to work with me, there's a definitely a description of how you can work with me. And in a minute, I'm going to be launching my first transformational experience. I'm going to be posting it on my website. Take my style quiz. It's completely free. And if you take my style quiz, you're going to be automatically added to my mailing list. Once I, anything I launch, any kind of event, I send right away to my mailing list. So that's the best way to be the first one to know. Well, thank you for your time. This was so fun. Thank you for coming to my studio. And thank you for having me on your amazing podcast. Thank you.